Yeah, start fresh. You ready, P? All set. Yeah, okay. we good? All right, yeah. Coming down in three, two, one. Ebro, Laura, and Rosenberg. Ebro is getting his knee replaced, but it is Rosenberg and Laura Styles, And very excited to have uh, Nick Barilli on the program. Yay! Uh, De La Calle just dropped on Paramount. We're about to tell you what that is and break it all down. But, um, Nick, you've been putting it down for a very long time. Hard Knock TV, the first ever uh, hip-hop channel on YouTube. So congrats on how you transitioned a YouTube channel a long time ago into all this success, including this new series on the Latino origins of hip-hop. What up, what up? How y'all doing? Chilling, man. So tell tell us about De La Calle. Uh, De La Calle uh, started off as a concept 10 years ago. I actually, it started off as a a doc. I want to do a documentary telling the stories of Latinos' contributions to hip-hop because, as you mentioned, uh, running Hard Knock for the last almost 20 years, uh, I just felt like a lot of our stories weren't really being told uh, so I was like, man, I'm going to take it upon myself to uh, to help tell the story. So it evolved from that to I partnered up with a production company that did Anthony Bourdain's show. And we turned it into a, a travel series where uh, I just kind of mapped out not only Latinos contributions to hip hop in New York, but also how those seeds went to different places in Latin America, were mixed up with like local cultures and different sounds. And then kind of if, we, if you want to call it a gumbo was made in all these different uh, cities and, and countries that then evolved into what we now call reggaeton and Latin trap and bachata and a bunch of different genres. Now, this is really special because I was with Nick for the Tribeca Film Festival when we premiered the first or sneak peek of the first episode, right? And it was a really exciting. And again, thank you, Nick, for having me. We had such a great thank, time. Thank you for hosting that. You were amazing host. But um, so now eight episodes are officially out because I am excited. The first All on one, Paramount Plus. Yeah, the first one is, is yo, Rosenberg, you're going to love it. It is so dope. And he gets really, really up close and personal with Nori. Fat Joe is in it. Residente. Um, and then, of course, the Nikki Jams, the Mala Rodriguez, Jesse Reyes, like he he Jesse really Ortiz? no no Jesse oh, Reyes. oh Jesse Reyes. Okay. <laughs> he really digs deep but uh, Nick tell me a little bit about all the countries you hit you know you did Panama Puerto Rico but keep going yeah for sure uh, I mean New York was special because we not only do we talk to some of the, the bigger stars that you might have heard of, like Fat Joe and Nori but we also uh, wanted to to tell the stories of a lot of the pioneers. So, you know, someone like Mr. Schick, who was the first person to record a Spanish uh, record, uh, Spanish rhyme on record back in 81. Someone like Lee Quinones and, and Lady Pink, who were dope uh, graph writers, uh, you know, ro- uh, Rocksteady crew. So once we planted kind of how the seed uh, was birthed and developed in, in New York, then we went to Panama to tell the story of a lot of people give credit to Puerto Rico and, and rightfully so for reggaeton, but you can't tell the reggaeton story without talking about Panama. Because basically what happened was, you know, a lot of migrants from the Caribbean and from Jamaica went over to Panama to help build the canal, the Panama Canal and the railroads. And with them, they brought in reggae. Right. But when you bring in reggae to a Spanish speaking country, people want to have Spanish lyrics on it. So it went from reggae to reggae in Espanol, which were just dubs. It was just translations of whatever was going on in, in the English language. Uh, song became a Spanish version. But then what people did is they took the rhythms of reggae and started doing their own songs over it. And someone like Renato was one of the first artists to do that with a, call, a song called uh, El, El Denny, which was four years before NWA dropped F the Police. He was talking about the corruption of police back in Panama. So it's just, wow. I think 
the, a series like this kind of gives you a, glo a global perspective of how what was going on in the U.S. wasn't just going on in the U.S. It went to different places and started to develop in, into everyone kind of made it theirs. Uh, so, yeah, we went to Panama from there. We went to Puerto Rico. And not only did we talk about reggaeton, but we talked about Bombi Plena and some of the other factors that kind of helped birth uh, reggaeton and how at first, you know, the government was trying to lock it down and not have it. Uh, and then from there we go to Cuba. The, the, the hip hop scene in Cuba is, is crazy. Right. Uh, from there, we, we go to Spain. In Spain, we make the connections between flamenco also being from the streets. And now there's people who are mixing flamenco and Latin trap and, and doing all kinds of, uh, of crazy stuff in, in Spain. From Spain, we go to Colombia. Uh, in Colombia, not only we're we talking about reggaeton, but we're talking about they, they had a, a really solid foundation of, of like hip hop, hip hop. And then they have other uh, genres like. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stout. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on Sunday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. Chirimia and Vallenato that kind of got influenced and then Nicky Jam went over there and then the second wave of reggaeton kind of took off. Uh, from there we go to, to Argentina, which is where I'm from, and we kind of connect the dots between, uh, you know, freestyle rap is really big in Argentina and, and in Mexico and in Spain also, so much so that they're selling out stadiums of people who are just like freestyle battling, selling out stadiums. So, yes. Like battling in the way that people are battling in the U.S.? Uh, is, it, is it the same or no? No, Rosenberg. I, cause yeah. I, I'm telling I'm going to step in there because I actually Please. went to Madrid to uh, be part of one of these competitions. An entire stadium for battle rap. Straight battle rap. So the same style though, like yes. no no beat, just like the the, the yes. ish talking. Yes, incredible. Well, they, they have different rounds. So one one round could be no beats. Uh, another round there'll be some beats underneath. Some rounds they'll have like words pop up on the screen. Some rounds uh, you have to like uh, end your rhyme. You have to start your rhyme with the end of another rhyme. So uh, they have a lot of like different uh, things that they incorporate into their battle raps. But yeah, straight up battle raps. Like I'm it's talking fire. about full stadiums. Uh, just to, to watch people freestyle. Uh, and, and when you see kind of how that happened in Argentina in particular, it really reminds me of New York because it started with kids uh, in a spot called Quinto Escalón, which means five blocks. So there, was, there, there were kids that were sitting on the stoops, like five stoops with no record industry, no speakers, no nothing, just freestyling. And then a lot of the artists that, that really took off in Argentina actually came from that park. So it just goes to show you, just like when hip hop started, that all you need is some talent, desire, hustle, and, and you can build a whole industry. And then we end up the season in Mexico. Uh, and, and there's a lot of dope stuff that comes in Mexico, including how Cumbia, which came from Colombia, 
went to Mexico and then Cerrebajo, which means it slowed down. So imagine kind of like a chopped up, screwed version of mm. cumbia. So it's like all the way slowed down. And then you have someone like Santa Fe clan, like rapping on it. And on top of that, he's playing like an accordion. So it's like you get these fusions of music, which I think are really interesting uh, throughout Latin America and Spain, but all have a strong, strong connection to hip hop. And then you have a, a rapper in Oaxaca, an indigenous woman rapper in Oaxaca, who's using hip hop to help preserve her indigenous language and to tell the new generation about their culture through hip hop. So it's like this, it's fascinating to wow. see how the seeds of hip hop from, from New York and from the U S have gone around Latin America and sprinkled with different cultures and now are birth, uh, you know, all kinds of different subgenres. As a hip hop nerd, Rosenberg, you're going to absolutely love this. Like I, I really enjoyed because I, I got to see the New York episode and I just thought it was so cool to learn more about like people like Joe Conzo who took hip hop's, you know, baby pictures. That's what, you know, he's coined that from 1976. And to just really see um, these pioneers really talk about like the early, early beginnings. There's a lot of talk about all these like hip hop historians, like writing their versions of it. But we don't necessarily always get to hear from the actual people who were there at the actual first jams and and where 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 it actually started. It, no, it's amazing. So so Nick, let me. We I want to get into the conversation about Latinos in the American hip hop origin story, essentially the hip hop origin story, because it's such a constant and sort of frustrating slash controversial subject. But let me just ask you the annoying, general, impossible to answer radio question. So if you were to say you know, outside of the United States, but in talking about Latin America, what is like the number one hip hop city to go to in the Latin world? What city would you be forced to say is the one? Oh man, that's, uh, it's hard to, to say the one city. Uh, How about the one I, where I would find, where I might find the most to do and find it sort of the most fascinating, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's just a lot. Uh, Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stale. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on Sunday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. All right, I'll give you one. I don't think it's it's the biggest, but a place like Havana in Cuba, I think uh, is really surprising uh, because a lot of people aren't really tapped in because a lot of uh, music from, from Cuba isn't really exported. But like to me, when I go there and I, I, I follow the scene there, it feels like you're back in the 80s in New York because wow. the industry hasn't developed because there isn't really a lot of uh, corporations coming in, there aren't a lot of record labels. So it's still the, the hunger of like people rapping in the streets and yep. like that kind of hunger. Uh, I think it would surprise a lot of people just the, the hunger in Cuba 
uh, you know, but before all the record industry came, like imagine New York, you know, people freestyling in the park, like you're getting that not only in Havana, but in a lot of Latin America, because the industry hasn't developed as much. And some of the bigger cities, maybe, you know, some record labels are starting to poach artists, but in, in other places, you really get that hunger that I personally felt like when I got in hip hop, where it was like, man, you're just doing it as a way to express yourself as a way to, to survive. Uh, and, and I think that's one of the beautiful things about this docuseries that's called De La Calle because we really go to the neighborhoods where these cultures were birthed. Um, okay, so then let's ask you this question, too. And again, uh, De La Calle is out right now on Paramount+. Plus. You can watch the whole series. And I know you delve into the Latinos and the, and the formation of hip-hop story. Um, what, what is the most... Uh, when you watch that conversation playing out, and it seems like there's a lot of it about, for some reason, people fighting against Latinos being part of the origin story in hip hop. Um, what sort of frustrates you the most in that conversation? And were you able to uncover anything that you think <laughs> will be really helpful for that conversation moving forward? Uh, it, I had a simple mission. My mission was, let me talk to the people who are there. Because yeah. anyone else joins the conversation who wasn't there, it's like, what do you know? So it's like a lot of our pioneers are still alive. A few of them have passed away, uh, but a lot of our pioneers are alive. So I was like, let me go talk to the people who were actually there. So not only do we talk to a lot of the pioneers who were there on the Latin side, but you have somebody uh, like Grand Wizard Theodore, whose credit is inventing scratch. And he's pretty much saying, if you think Latinos weren't part of creating hip hop, you're a liar. He's like, I was there. So it's like. We can have this conversation all you want, and I'd love to have it, and I hope people watch the episode so that we can actually have a conversation right. when people see the people who've contributed to the culture. But it, I, part of the reason why I created this was because I kept hearing, oh, Latinos are visitors in hip-hop, or you know, Latinos are guests in hip-hop, and it's like, you just weren't there, and you don't know your history if you're saying that. Like, it's just flat out the way it is. Like, you know, we can go back to, you know, First of all, graffiti started 10 years before we give hip hop credit for when it started, right? right. So graffiti yeah. culture was already out there. Uh, There's people contributing to graffiti from hip hop. Uh, and then, you know, in the 70s, you have a, a lot of the, the groups had Latinos in them. Cold Crush Brothers, Ch DJ Charlie Chase Charlie was Chase, a Latino, yeah. Puerto, Puerto Rican DJ. So it's like you have people like Disco Wiz, you have people like Mr. Schick, who I mentioned before, you have people like Whip a Whip, like Latinos were there. And, and I think one of the issues that, that we came across in the episode is I think sometimes people see darker skin folks and they assume that they're black and they don't have Latino background. And, and, and I think that's one of the, the things that we when we talk to someone like a Jim Jones, who's Puerto, who's, you know, part Puerto Rican, we talk to someone like Dave East, who's part Dominican. It's like there's a lot of people, especially in New York, who who migrated from the Caribbean, who might be darker skin, who still have Latino heritage. So right, it's like both. They're black and Latino. Latino. <laughs> yeah. so wow. Like, Concept. <laughs> crazy. Right, right, right. right. You know, so it's like this idea that, that Latinos somehow weren't there, it's like, yeah, maybe for a while, Latinos weren't the, the biggest MCs at the time. And I think as hip hop evolved, you know, from the DJ being the front and center to, to the MC being front and center, I think in that transition, maybe some of the Latinos weren't, uh, you know, as big uh, as MCs until we get to like the, the puns and the fat Joes. But it's like, that doesn't mean that we didn't help contribute to the culture. Hip hop culture, last time I checked, isn't just MCing. It's. Top 
Tata, Chef G's home, baby, Sleepy Hollow, Connie Diamond, 310 Baby, Celebrity Host, Ice Spice and A Boogie, Big Daddy Kane will be celebrating the life of the finisher, Mr. C, Mr. C, Step Swimming, Jadakiss, EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, Method Man and Red Man, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns, yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set, hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg and Laura Stiles, 30th anniversary of Summer Jam, 30% off right now, this offer ends at midnight on Sunday, tickets at Ticketmaster.com, oh you thought we wasn't gonna get it right, he's on fire, uh, it's uh, DJing, it's breakdancing, it's graffiti. And in, in the New York episode, you will see Latinos and Latinas who contributed to all those elements from the early stages. So uh, I'm happy to have this conversation. I'm obviously very passionate about it. And, you know, like Joe Conzo says at the end of episode one, it's on us to tell the story. Like yes. you can't let other people tell our story. Like that's why it was important for me to to bring in Latino crews so that we can go tell the story and, and really provide a platform for, for our pioneers and, and the people who contributed to the culture to help tell that story so we can open this conversation. And there's people who didn't even make it on the documentary who also contributed. So it's like, we're just starting to peel the onion. But yeah. for me, it was important to really have something out there with the voices of the people who've contributed to, to hip hop since the early days. Which I think is the, one of the most important things. Even after the screening of the New York episode, I remember talking to Charlie Chase on the side and, and being like, yo, you have to tell your story. Because at first, you know, a lot of the legends can be a little like, you know, not necessarily feel like in the best space. They feel like they're either overlooked or, you know, like it, it, it's so sad. I feel like we don't uplift our pioneers enough in hip hop. Mm -hmm. But we need to hear from the people who are actually there. And the way Nick captures these really candid conversations and like in their old apartments, digging up their old equipment. It's just fire, man. If you are a hip hop head, you have got to just go dive in and check it out. You will learn so much. Um, and it, it's truly inspiring. And I've only seen, like I said, the first episode, but I just watching the first one gets you so excited. Like I never like people like Nori who are like, yo, he pulled to some really amazing conversation that I'll let you watch it for you to see how, how it felt like as a black Latino, having to navigate through those worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's part of his success. I remember when you saw it, you talking about that part specifically. Yeah. Um, Nick, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Super psyched to watch it. Yeah, the conversation around Latinos it's and so hip-hop cool, is that the negative one that happens is one of those, like, worst moments in social media to me. Like, that's to me what it's really about. It ends up becoming this dumb... Twitter debate yeah. where people just throw out trolley statements that are so divisive and counter to what hip hop's all about. And just sitting on the outside from my perspective, I'm like, are we really debating this? This is like such a crazy conversation, but I'm glad that you have a series that really gets into the essence and importance of the Latin contribution to hip hop. Cause it is from, gigantic from the pioneers. Which yeah, is exactly. <laughs> and you're right. They're still around. Like yeah. there are some things where you're trying to talk about history and you just, well, you'll never know. But when these people are still around to tell the story, uh, it's amazing that you provided a vessel for them to do that. So Nick, congratulations. Uh, it's so de la Calle, Paramount plus right now. Thank you, man. All eight episodes are out. I'm so excited to watch Nick. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thanks man. Bye. Nick, we'll send you clips and stuff afterwards. Top 97 Summer Jam, 30th anniversary, June 2nd, UBS Arena. Hold on! Sexy Red, French Montana, DeVito, Roller Brook, Cash Cobain, Bass Swag, Doja Cat, Honey Baby, Fabio Fari, 41 Cal Rich, Jet Carter, Tata, Chef G's home, baby, Sleepy Hollow, Connie Diamond, 310 Baby, Celebrity 
and a boogie. Big Daddy Kane will be celebrating the life of the finisher, Mr. C. Mr. C, step swimming. Jadakiss, EPMD, Eric B and Rakim, Method Man and Red Man, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly, the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Stout. 30th anniversary of Summer Jam. 30% off right now. This offer ends at midnight on Sunday. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire! fire.